here. Yo, we're back. Yo, episode 105 of the Two Belts Podcast. 105. Shout out to that very healthy year over there. <laughs> yeah, we're, that's a very hearty year. That's like, I see you down the, like, the last two blocks. Like two Brooklyn blocks away. That's, the, year. that's that year. year. Then there's the three Harlem blocks year, which is a little year. year. It's a little more subtle. There's year. like a Doppler effect. <laughs> know what I mean? Oh man, what a week, yo! My, how's your week been? How's your week? Been? My week's been good. Um, I've been working steady. I've been chilling. I've been getting ready for this fucking party on the twenty second. Oh, beautiful! Yeah. drop the party. Drop the party. Cheap oh blood. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sub genre. Uh huh. At uh at Sunnyvale over on was it ten thirty one Grant? Yeah, we out there. We out there. Yo, we if out you there, come bro. through, if you're in New York City, if you're in New York City, which if, most of our listeners aren't, I believe. Yeah, they really I mean, not. Maybe they're like half. I would, I'd say. Oh like no. Half. I, I can look at the analytics. I think you, it's really? Little, yeah, I can look oh, at the word? analytics and see. I never look at that shit. That should be creeping me out. I did the Twitter analytics, and I was like, yo, who are these people in Mexico that just say, who the fuck are y'all? Los Carlos over here? Yeah, my nigga. <laughs> There's a bunch of Spanish niggas just like, oh, el two belts. Oh, shit. Yo quiero uh, two belts. <laughs> um, But yeah, we're officially back. My week has been okay. I've had to uh-huh. argue with a bunch of postal services for... I was told by UPS. Listen, I'm, that's where I'm at right now. Because you know what? One day shipping, I pay for one day shipping. You I really didn't pay for bob. it. I really didn't pay for it because I have Amazon Prime, so it's like free one day shipping. But that's the that's what I get. That's that's this part is, of this, Amazon Prime. This is what chapped your ass this week? Yes. This is what chapped A lot, it. a lot, bro. I, there's a gift that's supposed to be going to somebody that hasn't arrived yet. There's, and then bro, I, I ordered gifts back. a month in advance, bro. No, well, I couldn't order a month in advance because it came out like two weeks ago. Oh, no, nah, fuck all that, Yeah, boy. this shit came out two weeks ago, so Mm-mm. I ordered that. Um, other shit, Charlie Murphy's dead. R.I.P. Charlie Murphy. He up there telling, he tell, he's telling the rest of his stories up there. Facts. I like the story. Hold on. I went to his studio. He had a studio called Wonderland, and I went there, and he was boxing. The dude was hitting Steven. Boom, boom, boom. Steven was taking him, John. Boom, boom. Firing back. And then after that, somebody was across the room and they threw a frisbee and Stevie did like this. <laughs> Is it bizarre for you hearing this right now? Yes. But did it happen? Yes. My nigga Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder? Out here catching frisbees, First of all, first of all, <laughs> Daredevil is based on Stevie Wonder. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> that nigga, first of all, Bill Cosby was like, Stevie, why are you shaving in the dark? <laughs> Yo, Stevie Wonder, yo. You know He's what? an incredible nigga. More, more importantly, rest in peace to Charlie Murphy. I know. And just the, just the, the, if there's any, he's already solidified himself in our lives just purely from the Chappelle shows, eat true Hollywood stories of Charlie Murphy and shit mm-hmm. like that. So he's already solidified as a classic, one of the most classic sketch comedy sketches ever of all time. So, you know, rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. It is also Easter. So, you know, rest oh, in yeah, peace, Jesus. Jesus. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, welcome back, Jesus. Welcome back, Jesus. Oh, it's I'm not sorry. rest in peace because oh. it's like before Lent, he died, and then the resurrection, the Easter Sunday, he came back. This is that. Yeah, because have you never seen that stand-up? No. Like, what, how is Easter eggs correlated with Jesus coming back? It's like, did Jesus come back and everyone was like, hide the eggs? I watch, I watch, I watch South Park. Yeah, exactly. So nigga. I, it's just it's like just, that. I just assume it's just like that. With the, with the rabbit? Yeah, shit. with the rabbit. And he was the first pope? Listen, they, they are the only people who linked it all together to make it actually make sense. Yeah, even though it didn't make a damn lick of sense. Jesus, you know what Jesus should have had? You know what? You know what Jesus should have had? What? A Pepsi, my nigga. 
<laughs> imagine we hand you imagine you handed the Jews a Pepsi. Handed the Jews and the Romans <laughs> Pepsis. He's like, yo, chill out, my nigga. Chill. Oh, it's great. Oh, where did you get this carbonated beverage? Oh, Even though we only have water, thank wine, you, Kylie and like, Jesus. <laughs> we only have water, wine, and water with feces in it. Those are the only things that we have in this time period. Like, Listen, we I'm barely Jesus. have plumbing yet. I'm Jesus. You know, here's a Pepsi. You ain't gonna hear about this for a while. Shout out to shout out to Kylie Jenner for woke Kylie. Whoa, Kylie. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit, it's Whoa, Kylie. That bitch need a Pepsi enema. Whoa, Fuck that Oh, my hoe. God. That was a... What? That was hilarious. What? I, I just want to say that. That was the Pepsi thing. That's probably one of the most fun and hilarious shit I've ever what? seen. What? She, she took off the wig? She... It's just the lack of awareness to everything and just thinking like a Pepsi... Just like the people who went through that idea of all of it. Yo, all colas matter, bro. I'm not even talking about Pepsi right don't now, even ma- I guess it don't matter when you're selling fucking products. Yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> they don't care. They're just thinking about, you know, what's going to make our shit look good. And they're not thinking about what's PC and what's this and what's that. Because it's like... But you also have to think about it in the... Lo- like. I think they had... they. Uh, I think they thought it was going to be a dope idea. Yeah. Because it's like, yo, we care. And we're also selling Pepsi. Nah, nigga, you're <laughs> just selling Pepsi. You don't care. Let's be... Uh, I, th- I I think they were trying to come from a good place, but they just fucked up the message by and that's what that's what Kylie happens with Jenner Cap- and Pepsi. And what was- they needed, they needed barefaced Alicia Keys mm. walking barefoot, very smacked Alicia Keys, very yo, very schmizzed Alicia Keys. Like, <laughs> oh my God, how they make these pizzas? Oh ba- how they make these pizzas so small yo, and then two put the bagels together? Oh my God, did you know that? It's crazy, yo. No one. No, and Swiss Beats comes and he like smells like Mad Loud and he puts like a like a like a shawl over her and like drags her away. It's just, just Pepsi. <laughs> Get rid of Alicia Keys or Pepsi. Um, right. Fuck. You wanted to talk about this fucking Joe Budden shit. Oh, Joe Budden wilding out in the complex offices on that white nigga. Oh my. First and foremost, I don't Joe think Budden. he was white because his name was Angel Diaz. So oh, some Spanish, nigga. some Spanish nigga that look white. Let me. Uh, he probably Argentinian. Let me preface this. Let me preface this. Right. So Complex decided, hey, we're gonna have a show with DJ Academics, d- d- finding out there's a real person behind DJ Academics, possibly not even a DJ. Um, he probably not. I think the back of his neck probably looked like a pack of hot dogs. But... I have no idea. And Joe Budden is cool. He he's, he seems like one of those niggas. He probably had a real cheesy smell to him. Still wears Sean. Paul- mm-hmm. What was it? Sean John. Uh, maybe. All right. Know. Anyway. Um, and Joe Budden is called Everyday Struggle, and it's featured on Complex. When I heard about this idea, I said, how long until Joe Budden snaps on somebody? Because that's essentially what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. There is no way in hell that Joe Budden can hold a standard job for too long where he has to be professional without professional, you know, just professionality, I don't know, flying the fuck out the window. So I was just like, how long? He's going to swing on somebody in them complex offices. I know it. He's a different type of nigga. They are a different type of niggas. They are not the same. One's a little bit more millennial. One's a little less hates millennials. Niggas. He this hates nigga millennials. has definitely chased 15-year-olds in a car and threw rocks at them. This nigga hates millennials, but he needs them to buy his shit. He, you know what he does? I don't know if he does. Because I don't know what Joe Budden does anymore. Like, I don't know what he He needs them to buy into whatever he's selling. Like, if he's on Love and Hip Hop, he needs them to watch. That's it. Those are the people that are watching. He needs their money, my nigga. To me, this was a terrible idea. And all I'm saying Absolutely. is... Absolutely. And I'm just saying it is like, yo, you guys had Jesus and Mero at some point. 
and somehow that slipped out of everybody's fingers, and now we're here with DJ Academic. It didn't slip. It's that they didn't give them the right. They didn't give them the right. Um, the right avenue. Now right. they got better avenues, better markets, and better things to do. Facts. Because if they would have definitely gone up since that, if they would have made them the faces of complex, if they would have stopped fucking around with all these whack ass niggas that just show up in the, in the office and do video things, and they just would have made them the faces of complex, they would have been much bigger. But they want to be a global brand, and they also don't want to scare white people. I guess whatever. But now you know. But now Jesus and Barrel is on Vice Land, which Vice, is Vice like, right in front of MTV too. We're white. We're weird. No, they're fucking. I think they're off MTV too. No, they're writing. You don't have I, to be on there. To I write. don't think they are anymore. Really? I don't think they are anymore. Bro. I don't know. They had a show called Joking Off. I haven't heard about that show in a long ass time. Mm. But um, I know they're squarely on Vice Land, and they do that five days a week, four days a week, plus the podcast on Fridays. Um, shout out to the art. Mm-hmm. Um, but this Joe Budden, I don't know. I just. This is exactly what I thought it would happen. <laughs> of course. This nigga held a grudge for mad years, or at least a full year, or something along those lines, of just like, hey, my nigga, you wrote an article about me, how I baited Drake for album sales. Yeah, nigga, you did. Which, and he was like, how but could I true. do that? I did it in July, and my album came out in October. I'm like, that still sounds... You, dated, you baited him for attention, because you definitely were still dropping songs. I'm sure, to the lead-up to an album, you dropped more songs, right? I, did, I don't know. It's just... He, that nigga's a strap-on with mouth. Like, I, that I, nigga's a dildo. Man. I feel like, in terms of Joe Budden, I just feel like, to me, I, I feel like generally he's not an honest person. Absolutely. I, he's like, a scheming-ass like, nigga. Yeah, I feel like he's just generally, just like looking through all his relationships and the relationships with people that he's had and all his other things and where it's all gone wrong and him being sort of the common denominator of all of this mm-hmm. or he just invites people around him that's not really good for him or something along those lines. But I just feel like generally he's not a good person. Or at least... No, no. Let me not say that. He might be a good person. I don't even know. I don't know. He's I feel like he's a peanut head ass nigga. I feel like he's a peanut head ass nigga. No, I feel like he's kind of dumb. Because it's like... I don't know. I feel like he's kind of narrow-minded. Like, he thinks the world should work in one specific, succinct way. As if, you know, there aren't multiple options for things. Right. He like thinks in a... He thinks bars. in a he thinks in a very like binary way, and it's like it's so fucked up because it's now it's this new world, and he's out here, and everything's in color while he still sees things in black and white. And I don't know how you could stand there while your coworker is getting yelled at while this other nigga's super red in the face. Oh no 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 no! They, we are in the camera phone age, so nobody cares. Everyone's just doing it for the gram. That's terrible. Absolutely, That's because terrible. they. They don't care. They they're like, oh, this is complex publicity. We're watching, you know, this nigga melt down right it's now. A terrible environment to be in. Just some niggas screaming in your face. Niggas entertainment. He's fucking. It's entertainment. If Kanye did the same shit, it was like it would be the same shit. They would have put the nigga on Periscope right, right then and there, bro. Couldn't be me. I don't know. Yeah, it couldn't be me either. Couldn't because be I. I'd probably, probably nah. I would have coquina clutched to fucking Joe like Budden's that, right? peanut ass head. Uh, something, but I, I, I just nah. I don't like. I can't screaming? stand that nah, nigga. Just have a have a normal discussion. Be, yo, bro, you're if, getting wild passion over someone bro, who's not really. It was like, yo, I just did an article. I got paid this much money for it. Like, bro, I've gotten it. into. It's an opinion. It's an opinion mm-hmm. article. Like everyone has opinions. Exactly. You realize that, right? Like. I can't stand the nigga like that. I don't know. Just people who get super. I mean, no, it's like. I guess I understand it from an artistic standpoint where people want to feel like, oh, oh you man. need to stay true to the culture and blah, 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 you need to be reporting on the right things. And I get that. But at the same time, this is an opinion piece. And this is this is a business and this is a job just like you have your business and your job and this is what we do and that is what you do and things like that. There's some things that may not be true to it or may not be authentic to it. And 
everyone has a right to hate that shit. But at the same time, this is just what this is their job and sort of what they do. Mm-hmm. I there's a lot of things that come out of what and, like noisy and vice and and a lot of other publications and shit that I'm like ah, I don't and, fully agree with that. And the thing that. I always urge people to do is know themselves and know who they they sign like who they're bringing on to shit because it's like oh, you yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. the niggas gonna blow up. You bought him here to blow up. If you are fucking Joe Button, you realize all right these niggas just trying to bait me. They got me here with DJ Academics. You probably gonna say some shit. I'm gonna be like. That's kind of funny. I don't really like that. I don't even think the show's gonna last that long. I'll be honest with you, because I really don't give. A f- I'll be. I'll be honest. I don't care about the show. Mm-hmm. I don't care about everyday show. I have no. I, there's no point in my life where I want to know Joe Budden's commentary on anything. Yeah, because it's just like one. It's he has a dated. podcast to do that. I don't even know if the fucking. I don't really listen to. His What's podcast. it called? Plastic bags. I'll in the name wind? this podcast later. He hasn't even come up with a name for his podcast. <laughs> the podcast's name. I'll name this podcast later, but. I don't know. I don't really have a a general I don't urge to hear him or DJ Academics commentary on everything. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of wild. I feel like there's a lot there's a lot cooler people they could have brought in to do this shit. Um to me, if you want to be honest with me, and I know Vince Staples is a full-time rapper, but that nigga would be great to have commentary on because he has interesting commentary. Mm-hmm. And he's just original you know, and shit like that. Maybe it's a revolving I, thing. I where feel you, like he's wise beyond his years, my nigga. Yeah. That's how I feel about Vince. He's, he's cool. He's hilarious. He's very into the now. He has opinions that are sort of... He can what sort that, of hold yo, his opinions and shit like that. They like, need more actual hosts, my nigga. That's something Complex really needs because they be getting these... They be grabbing these random niggas from the office that got no personality, no swag, no depth. Yeah. And it's just like, yo, just have them stay writers. And that's nigga. really the backbone of what Complex was built off of because it was just like a lot of fucking, a lot of cool people and a lot of just like, you know, things. And I don't want to, I don't want this whole thing to be just a Complex bash, bashing session, but I just feel like there could have been a better way to go about this. I feel like we could be making a lot more riveting content, um, you know. So Complex, call us. Sure. Call me. Sure. You can call us. Yo, Link, you see the, the emails in the bio, my nigga. Facts. Um, but you know what? Let's get to the fucking music and what we came to discuss, which is this Kendrick Lamar album. Damn, damn, damn. damn. I'm kind of scared to talk about this album. Really? Why? Because I feel like you feel like you got the unpopular opinion, and everyone gonna try to roast you. Nah, I just feel like I because you ain't I, never scared, nigga. Never scared. I feel like with all Kendrick Lamar albums, it's kind of a lot, mm-hmm. and to kind of review it. You know, we've we've listened only to in it. the span of like what it's been out for like it's probably, probably been just like a couple hours. Is that probably like eighteen hours? Or so. Yeah, it hasn't been a full day, my nigga. So I'm just like, I don't mind giving a one day review, but I could it, it can definitely change. But I know this is just like a this is like a lot. If this was a Playboy Cardi album, it's like nigga, boom, it'd be boom, easy. Boom, boom. It'd be easy to bump out because it's like it's like it's like streamlined. Right, you're it's only going to get a certain level of depth. You're right, whereas it's very like surface level depth. And then people want to write whole think pieces on Kendrick Lamar. And I mean, I also think if you're skilled enough to do it. I just think for me, nah, I just need time. Sometimes, me, sometimes a think piece is just a nigga with an English degree jerking off <laughs> on paper. Like, I I feel like with me at least, um, I need time to do this. But we're gonna do this anyway because I think it's I've listened to it probably four times. I listened to it about five since uh since we start. Well, generally, all right. Let's start with this. Let's start with this. Um, uh, do you like Kendrick Lamar? <laughs> like as a person. As a person, his music, like... With just, his music, it's very hit and miss for me, but that's because, you know, 
I don't like I like the way that I like the sounds of now and it's like he digs into certain places where I feel like it's either dated or he's trying to make it relevant or he's just doing something that's too avant-garde for like mm. for like mainstream radio. So it just doesn't blend in with the music or anything like that. What about as a person? As a person? Oh, that nigga's hilarious. I love that nigga. He a Martin-ass nigga. That's what it is. I feel like it, too. He's just he a Martin-ass nigga, so he down to earth. He cool. Um, I like Kendrick Lamar. I think I think the first time I ever heard Kendrick Lamar, it was long. It was kind of a bit after Section 80 came out. Because I wasn't... I knew... I remember um, two dope boys would like prop up Section 80 forever because Kendrick is their nigga. Um mm-hmm. and but I just never gone out my way to listen to it. I remember there was a song produced by J Cole called Higher Power, mm-hmm. and I heard that song, but I never really bothered to go too deeply into the Kendrick Lamar. And I think it was it was either Saeed or Blanco or maybe a mixture of both. Probably was, a mixture of both because yeah. those niggas are always on the music. Yeah, because Blanco put me on to a whole bunch of people like The Weeknd and. Mm-hmm. Like, Frank Ocean yeah, and a bunch of other shit. Man, like, I'd be over there every Saturday. He's just like, yo, you don't know this, you don't know that. Yo, check this out. Yo. Yeah, real it's, taste maker, Blanco. Yeah, no, yeah, that that ass. Get, you know what? Apple Music. Listen to me. This is yeah. my big boy voice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sign my niggas on to be big taste makers, my nigga, because they know what it is. Facts. Very fact. Factual. Um, Suck my dick, yard. Um, I don't know about that, but that's a PS. That's postscriptum. <laughs> oh, I, I don't postscriptum know about that. for your Neanderthal. Um, first time I heard it, and then I heard Section Eight. I was like, "Yo, this is fucking amazing!" And I was just like, "Oh shit!" So I've been, I was bumping that for like however long until Good Kid, Mad City came out, and then Good Kid, Mad City, also incredible. And I knew from the first listen, also that was incredible. Uh-huh. Um, do you remember the first time you heard Kendrick Lamar? Uh huh. Good Kid, Mad City. I didn't listen to Section 80. I listened to like three songs from Section 80, and I was like, this is cool, but this is rippity. This, your... rip- this is the rippity raps. Not in your wheelhouse. This is... Yeah, exactly. You see, he stepped back. All right, in terms of just the the complexity of his lyricism, I feel like he's definitely pulled back over the years. Of course, because he's, he's figured it out, nigga. Yeah, he's, he's figured it out. Especially... I, can give, I can give you the message without, like, you know. Being the nigga that's giving you like forty different metaphors it for came, one thing, it came through onto Pimple Butterfly, and it's like really here now. Yeah, it's mu- the beats are much raw. Right, like it's not it's not like fancy samples or anything like that. It's much raw. It's uh, like even even the like even like the hard hitting trap style beats. It's just like very basic and I raw. Got, I- like this is a very basic trap beat. It's not like something fancy or. And he allows his cadence, and he allows not necessarily the lyricism, but he allows his delivery to sort of add yeah, the guide character. The story yeah, and... guide the story, add character to the song. And I like that. That's it's, some young thug shit. Right. It's very. It's 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 a far cry from where you come from, sort of section eighty. Because if you listen to things like, let's see. It's still always that delivery. Right. Let's see. Rigor mortis, for instance. Now I love rigor mortis. But that is But it's I feel like I feel like now I feel like I don't know if Kendrick Lamar could, right now could go back and listen to Section 80 cuz he'd be like yo 
I really didn't really have it as figured out as I kind of do now in terms of just mm-hmm. the whole musicality of it all. Um, I feel like he's much better songwriter now, uh-huh. much better producer now, uh-huh. much better just sort of understanding how to piece together music songs and, make, and it, music. make it accessible to people because that's one thing people don't understand. I'll, they'll write a song, but they'll make it either too complex or not. Like, you just got to get the right amount. Like, you gotta, yeah, you do, I think... It's like um, it's like cooking, my nigga. You're not like when you first start making something, you're not gonna make it right. You're not gonna make it right and perfect and shit like that. But you gonna understand. Well, sometimes I do, and then the second time I fuck it up. Now, sometimes you know what it is <laughs> with pancakes. Sometimes pancakes. That's the one. Pancakes. A lot of people fuck up their first pancake because they put the the heat too high. You gotta let it. It's gotta be slow. Mm. It's, it's gotta be a slow burn, It'll and it's gotta be burn. real low. No. You you you're a master of pancakes. I'm not quite there, nigga. Because I've been I just making make breakfast for myself for several years, I nigga. I just make pancakes. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not, I'm a, not a biz quick nigga either. Yeah. Holler at me. You heard? Mm. Not the little. You know, shake that shit in the. Oh, jug. nigga, you make them. You mix it all. Yeah, shit? nigga, no. bro. I don't even buy complete, my nigga. No, I just no, be shit. like cracking eggs in the crib, yeah, like no, stone nigga. cold, nigga. Just chill, nigga. Just I buy dump that shit. I buy my shit with the black lady on the front of it. You know what I'm talking. I about. I buy my shit with the black lady on the front of it too, but my shit don't say complete, bro. Mm. My shit is Cisco. My shit is incomplete, nigga. Mm. I gotta put this shit together. In life, you know, this pancakes incomplete. incomplete. Um, the artwork. Ugh. The artwork is simplistic, and a lot of niggas are giving my nigga shit for it. But it's a, it's bold to use Times New Roman in 2017. That's what I'm thinking more in terms of just <laughs> what you wanted, like like impact font. Yeah, well, not impact font. You that would have been worse. The good that would have looked real font? cheap. That would have looked cheap as shit if you used impact font. Only Kanye was able to get away with impact because font he for was the good Friday. No, no, series. no. You want to know why he was able to get away with it? Because he used it in a, in a manner that would always work. Right. He used it in red and black. That's it. Yeah. Always red and black. Yeah. Power colors. Very, yeah. Very passionate. Very intense colors. Just like bold colors. This is also bold because it's damn and red and shit like that. Or depending on what you have, green, whatever. Um, but. People are giving him a lot of shit for this because the to pimp a butterfly cover was so intricate and had so many stories going on. And within I think it. the same with um, Good Kid, Mad City too. Yeah, because it was part of the concept album. Yeah, the, the, that that concept. that little image was part of the concept. But this, this is Kendrick Lamar, raw and uncut. That's what it's supposed to be, and that's what the album is. That's really what it is. Yeah, Kendrick, like, and a lot of people made memes out of it. and The memes are hilarious. Yeah, the memes like are that. hilarious. Like, I like. I mean. I think I like this cover art more as more in its vinyl look as opposed to just a solid square. Yeah. As opposed to this rectangular one. Nah, as opposed to probably in a jewel case thing. I think this is more fitted outfitted for a vinyl. I think this is more classic in terms of just like this is how artwork used to be before we got all like, you know, CGI and shit. And that's just, that's another good point cuz I was it. like, yo, you know how many classic, like, you know, quote-unquote classic hip-hop albums are literally just the nigga on the cover with some weird fucking shitty background? or Not even just classic hip-hop. It's, like, classic albums entirely. Like, I'm looking at, like, you could look at old Gil Scott Heron co- covers and shit like that. Or, like, old Stevie Wonder or shit like that. All, all these other, just, like, this is artwork that's, it's less, it's artwork that's art, in a sense. Mm-hmm. 
it's artwork that and that's what I always try to pitch to artists who are just sort of coming up and who just like they come up with this very standard artwork and I'm like bro you can't do that anymore because the level the standard for artwork and music and just artwork in general in this society has been raised so much you can't have simple artwork that's just like there you got to have artwork that provokes thought and you got to have artwork that can be interpreted in different ways and shit. Just make people, just jog people's mind and shit like that. When people if, look at this shit, my bad. No, when people look at this shit, they're just like, yo, what is, what is he thinking? They're sort of analyzing it and do all this. Like, damn, it's like, yo, look at his facials. There's all this other shit. And it's just like, it stands on its own. And, it's, you know, you can even look at the other one, the alternative album cart. You can see the pain in the nigga's face, my right. nigga. And and that's really it. And and I, I urge these new artists to just sort of like you, it's really important for album art. These and days. it's good to have a motif. Like Future's got that thing where his face is always on the cover. Future. Yeah, Future. Yeah, even on Dirty Sprite too. If you look closely, you see Future's face. Future. No, you sure, nigga? Yeah, Dirty Sprite too. His face is on the cover. Like you sure, nigga? Like if look. I look. Click it. Click it. Click any one of them. The, I'm trying to find the biggest one. There you go. Zoom in. His face is oh, there. Oh, shit, my nigga. Yeah, see? His eyes. Wow. His yeah, nobody knew that about his album. It's but like then Mufasa when they, and the Lion King, my when nigga. When they put the albums all together, his face is always on the album. Oh, my God. But that's his motif. You Jesus see? Christ. There's another eye here, too. His third eye is open. No, that's just Metro Boomin looking in the background. <laughs> is it cool? they, they didn't crop out with the picture. That's what happened. This is hilarious. Um, damn, that's crazy. But, yeah, are the, I think the artwork is, I think it's fine for what it is. It's very impactful. Um, Times New Roman again. I'm just like, well, you know, as a designer myself, I wouldn't touch Times New Roman. For as anything. a designer myself, as I remember a... when he designed this. Yo, we gotta pull up that old flyer you made for the pizza party. Oh sure. He put Rihanna and like Nicki Minaj. It was like one of them old like, like it looked like such like the a, shit like... like it's gonna be in a card in a fucking West Indian shit mm-hmm. and shit like that. It's like come to the Boshment. Big Com- pizza Boshment. Big pizza Boshment. Big pizza thing. You yeah, know what? Yeah. You don't know. I just, I just Jerk people, chicken pizza. I, listen, I just want people to show up to my pizza party. Yeah, pizza and Wi-Fi party. That shit was mad funny. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? But it, it's a, it's great album cover now. Um, now get into the music. Let's get into music because he is continuing to sort of grow as an artist. Which one should I play in the background while you do this? Let's go with. Uh, oh, you can play um. Yeah. Yeah, or DNA, or so one of them. I think it. Um, I think Dam continues his growth as an artist, and just in terms of um, just continuing to experiment and continuing to just sort of take his sound and just sort of push it to a new level. And I think out of all the music that he's dropped, because I was listening, I was listening to um, to Pimple Butterfly probably like last week when I didn't, this fucking album didn't come out mm-hmm. last week, and I was listening to um, uh. The first one, could Kid Mad City, mm-hmm. and while it tells a great story, and I think it hinges more on the story and the themes and the motif, um, it's a very conventional sound in a in a, in a sense. Yeah. Where it's like production. I mean, there's a lot of old jazz shit and to pimp a butterfly, but it's also just sort of conventional production from this. This is a lot. Overall, this is much more raw than any yeah. of his projects, and raw is pretty much it's a word. super off kilter too. It's like. It's like real slowed down. Like beats are like probably about ten BPM slower than they should be. Or about. he is a 
he's exper- as if he couldn't do it anymore. He's experimenting even further with his voices. I think that that's a good idea for someone who doesn't release music constantly. Because if you if you were a nigga like Future, where you're releasing music all the fucking time, you have to have like you can evolve, but you have to evolve at a slower pace. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this, it's kind of like a. It's very drastic from album to album, but mm-hmm. it's a sense it's just like this is the growth over time since the last two years that he dropped this album. Um, the concepts and themes on this album, it's I think it's still kind of similar to what he's done before. I don't mm-hmm. think this is anything sort of really, really new. He's talking about a little bit love here um, on on the track called Love. Um, <laughs> and I like the one the one... The one-word titles with these throughout the entire album, they're just kind of... It, it falls with the motif of damn. Yeah, just damn, just feels raw, just feels to the point, just feels, you know, the point where I'm pushing, everything like that. There's nothing to sort of get lost in. Um, it's not a fully triggering... Um, it's not like a sort of triggering album title, like maybe like how much a co- dollar cost or... You know, King Kunta or something. Even though King Kunta was a bold one too, but I just feel like these, these one-word ones are just pretty. Just uh, something about it that's just like bold and just like a statement. Mm-hmm. It's like statement. Period. Everything has a period at the end. I feel like even though they're just one one word, it's just like a statement in its own. Um, we'll go to the single. I don't know if this is the single, but this is essentially the single. It is. It's there for streaming purposes. Once you put the word Rihanna in there, that's, a, that's, that's like a very fucking stream. Featuring art. Rihanna, period. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the... I think he definitely needs... Between this... I felt like Travis Scott was on the record, but he wasn't on the record. That shit got me tight. Nah, nigga, record your vocals on this. We gonna have you on this shit. Yo, cut that nigga out, my nigga. <laughs> cut that nigga out. There can only be one nigga with little tiny struggle struggle uh, breaks. I'm gonna do them vocal shit. He probably was on this. I don't know. It feels been... like it feels like a Travis Scott vibe. Yeah, in a sense. It's even got his. It's even got Rihanna on it, just talking slow. She got a verse on it and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I want to say in terms of musicality of this shit? It's very the first half of this album. I think it's very aggressive. It was very aggressive, and then it slows and mellows down. And it's like very very reflective. Yeah, it's all I, very reflective, and I'm. I feel like we're still. I feel like probably in a week I'll have a better sort of handle. Yeah, on this thing. I feel like because it's also a dense project. It's 14 tracks, and it's not like 14 tracks of the same shit. But and it's also like there's there's a story being told in a sense, but mm-hmm. I feel like people are still trying to weave that story together because you know yeah, a lot no, of geniuses dissecting it as we speak. Like a lot of geniuses, a lot yeah. of forms, just like coming up with the story. It's like oh my god, he thinks he's God. And this is, it come out the day before Easter, you know, if and it's nigga, the resurrection. If you are and, a nigga that has that little bar above your keyboard and that little armrest thing for your mouse, you're one of those think piece ass niggas that just be like. I think it's more Kendrick stands in terms of just like you're searching for something. Oh, yeah. You're searching for, I mean, it may be there, don't get me wrong. There's a deeper level to, I think, every one of his albums. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we've hit. Um, We've hit the surface level on his albums, and I felt like we've also gone a little bit deeper. But I don't feel like we've, fought, we've even with a couple of his albums, we haven't hit the bedrock of it mm-hmm. all. Where it's just like we're still finding out stuff. You know, there's like the way he's using his voice and the way he's um, the stories he's trying to tell and how the, the entire flow of his album. I don't know. I just feel like 
there's just still a lot more to sort of dig out from this album that we can't necessarily I can't necessarily do within the first 24 hours of this. Yeah. Um but what do you think about this song Loyalty featuring Rihanna? Because it's obviously going to be on the radio. Yeah, that was the point. Yeah. It's what, perfect, nigga. It's crafted real well. It's just like humble. What humble do you think about the radio? What do you think about sort of Rihanna as an artist because she's she's now become she's, this she's a necessary figure. She's she's become this artist that she's become essentially this pop star that's probably the most I want to say probably the most sort of accessible into all genres and I say this because we also have pop stars kind of like you want to know why why it's surely based on race and ethnicity nigga I think no I think it's based on authenticity right? well I think, that's another thing I think it's mostly based on that because it's because that's a real I couldn't right see it's I most- couldn't see and this isn't to disturb the hive but I couldn't see Beyonce doing this I could maybe post lemonade maybe she could pull it off but I wouldn't see it coming off with the rawness and the authenticity and the she thing. She don't need to do it. That's the thing. It's like, it's like for Beyonce, it's like, she's already fine on her own. For mm-hmm. Rihanna, it's like, she's got the power to help people. I feel like, I feel like Beyonce, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't need to happen, especially not in this era. But I feel, I like, feel like, at one point, where Be- where Rihanna is, Beyonce kind of was. I feel like, no, no. I feel like, they're so different now. They're Be- so different now, but I'm saying, Previously, Beyonce was able to do those sorts of things, and she could just di- she could have done just whatever she wanted. I feel like I don't know. But she I don't, don't know. care. No, I feel like she cares, but at the same time, she's wor- it, she cares more deeply about her brand and what she attaches her name to. Whereas I feel like Rihanna has a little more, um, and it isn't because of just like Rihanna. No, I, it isn't because of Rihanna's youth or her inaccessibility. It's the way that. Um, she sort of carries herself. She carries herself with a little bit more rock star edge. She has a little bit more edge to her than Beyonce, who's kind of like the, uh, like a glossy sort of print pop star, even though she's got, you know, her issues and she did this shit with Lemonade, which is kind of raw. But I feel like Rihanna's way more raw and sort of authentic and sort of fits with the vibe of this album. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she can do things like this. Like, she, she's been on, believe it or not, she's collaborated with pretty much every major hip-hop star, mm-hmm. which is something that, you know, Beyonce has done but hasn't done to this sort of level where it's contributing, contributing this worth, like this worth to this album. Um, Rihanna was a big part of... Drake's career in terms of just like the take care mm-hmm. and, and all wor- the features and nigga. work and fucking feel and the f- shift from the views. I forgot what mm-hmm. it was called. Um, too good. Too good. And Jay Z and Kanye West and you know a lot of different artists. And I feel like she's able to sort of pull that off. She's able to really Eminem, like she's able to pull that sort of rawness off. And it's, it's just a special quality about her. Um, I appreciate the. This the loyalty track just overall. I think it's a great single. Yeah, who produced that one? Dahi. Um, let's see. I don't think it was Dahi. I think it was. It was DJ Dahi. Oh, it was Dahi. Sound Soundwave, Terrace Martin, and Tiffith. Tiffith, Anthony Tiffith. I think that's Top Dog. Or we'll see. Um, yes, Top Dog. Um. It's a, it's a good track. I like the I like the songs. Do you have any favorite songs off Rip? Just off the Rip, um, DNA, yeah. Loyalty's a good one. Pride is Pride is really good. I think Pride taps into a lot of the way people feel. 
Yeah. Right now, in terms of just like his um. You know, I thought that song with the with U two on it was gonna be hot garbage. Because it was U two, and you you just expecting yeah. The Black Lives Matter, Duckworth. You too, Bono, Kendrick. Nigga, get let Bono get a verse. Damn it, Kendrick. But it turned out being, it was just very modest use of YouTube. <laughs> Could you imagine? He's like, I've been doing YouTube research on rappers. <laughs> and I found that he nigga comes in like Givenchy. He was like, I'm here. Givenchy frilly shirt and shit. YouTube. With the future hat and he's trying to rap got and he's got grills in his mouth. And he's just like, I'm, I'm here, Kendrick. He was like, no, we actually need you. Just to clear the vocals for this one part. <laughs> <laughs> um... Also, Kung Fu Kenny. I feel like he's trying to get that over. Who? Kung Fu Kenny. All through this album, it's Kung Fu Kenny, which makes me think of fucking Hong Kong Fui. <laughs> he's been trying to get Kung Fu Kenny over this entire album, and I'm just like, uh, all right. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Um, my favorite ones from this is probably... I like DNA. I like the way D- DNA hits early. I think if, if Loyalty is not the first single, it's DNA. Mm-hmm. Or they're both every single one A and one B. Like if, um, I think because like that lo- summertime Millie Rock feel, my friend. I like Element. I think Element has a very aggressive tone to it. Um, I like the little throwback of this. If he if he's really like solid on this Kung Fu Kenny shit, he gotta dress up like Dragonfly Jones, my nigga. That's what I was thinking too. And tell niggas he owe that that they owe him money and shit like that. Mm. Oh, I like I like this song just cause it's just like it's. He's not fully like, oh, you know, I'm not uh, keeping my fucking, my my foot on the neck of you motherfuckers. Like, um, I think a little bit of, a little bit target, a little bit jabs. I think it's not necessarily a jab towards anyone like Humble is. Mm-hmm. I don't think, or actually um, the Heart 4 or something like that. It's not as direct as like, oh, I'm coming for you pussy niggas. But it's just like, yo, keep everyone watch. Yo, I'm still the realest nigga doing this shit. Um... Also, make it look sexy. Yeah, I'm a pussy th- nigga. Make it look sexy. I think that's a very. I think that's an underrated line. Well, no, it's not. It's probably. It's not. Niggas it's probably quote, aptly it's related. A, it's a line. quoting line. It's, it's a it's, quoting line, but I also feel like it's a very bit like. It it adds to his sort of personality because it's very crass, and very sarcastic. And he was like, yo, I'm going to really beat this nigga's ass and I'm going to make it look sexy. Like, I'm going to really... Make it look good. Yeah, I'm going to make it look good. Like, I'm going to do this shit that, like, yo, I'm going to make this diss record and everyone's going to hear it. And it's like, they're going to call this, like, the best shit ever. And it's going to be at you and you're going to be really mad because I'm going to really just make this shit look sexy. Well, right now he has that power. He has that power. And we've been gave him that power. Facts. We've been gave him that power. But I think, I mean, he's assumed that he's earned that power in a sense because he, he wouldn't have it without, like... He's had a great streak of 
work. He's had mm-hmm. sex from Section Eighty to Good Kid, Mad City to um, to Pimp Butterfly. People. It's even... not even just a great section of work. It's a great section of work on also putting pressure on niggas like that. BT Cipher, Control Verse, all that. So it's like when it's when it's going to be the time for Kendrick to put like the fucking the fucking uh, put the fucking wrench to niggas and shit like that. It's gonna be just like that. It's going to be like, oh, damn, we got to look at this. We got to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar is dissing XYZ. Or even if there's some some rapper just comes out of his mouth and says, Kendrick Lamar this, It's going to be like that because we're going to wait for that. We have that anticipation for it because we know the caliber of his work. I feel like the he's earned... People are giving him high praise and stuff like that. And I feel like it's come, it's come to the point where he's sort of... It's like it's natural... Because this is sort of the quality of artist that he is, and he's always stepped up his sort of quality. This isn't like, for instance, like, and I'll say this, I don't know, this isn't like a Big Sean in the sense where you got to sort of question where he's going with this shit. <laughs> and it's kind of like the same thing. And people are just like, nigga, it's really the same thing, because Kendrick, Big Sean is really contemporary, whereas Kendrick Lamar is sort of guiding his own sound. Mm-hmm. And Big Sean just sort of borrows of the sounds of today. But... um I think he sort of earned the respect from a lot of people and earned that sort of praise, mm-hmm. earned that moniker where people are just like, people are not quickly, easily to say, yo, I'm not really fucking feeling this. They're going to go back and listen to it a second time. Like, I knew from the first jump for certain albums, I'm just like, All right, I'm not going to fucking... I'm gonna fuck with this, but like you hold them to a sort of standard where you're like, oh, I'm all right, but I'm gonna go back to listen to this. Um, I'm gonna see, or I'm gonna listen to it on shuffle. That's typically what I do in my listening thing. I go back listen to things like I listen to this twice straight through, and then I listen to it twice on shuffle, just because I didn't want the same fucking. I didn't want to hear it the same. I wanted to see if isolated any tracks stood out on their own, or just like if it holds up without the actual storyline piece through it and things like that, and it does. But I think he's earned that, just for just for over the years. Um, there's production on here from Soundwave, Terrace Martin, Mike Will Made It, Bad Bad Not Good. Um, Shout out to them. DJ Dahi, always mm-hmm. love DJ Dahi. The Alchemist. Everybody loves DJ Dahi. Fear. Even when they don't know it's DJ Dahi because he doesn't have one of those distinguishing producer tags. DJ Dahi. <laughs> you can sample that, my nigga. I don't know why I just did that like I was a fucking Ninth Wonder mm-hmm. on Duckworth. A lot of people love Duckworth. Mm-hmm. I think it's because the storytelling aspect of it just sort of, it takes it back to... It's a, it's also a good recapitulation of like everything. Mm-hmm. It's like a good sum up of everything. I think um, the story of it all is just what people, because people fuck with... People always fuck with um, just the overall storytelling of these sort of rappers, and it's a it's a it's a it's a part of storytelling has always been a part of rap, and I think it's still like a part that other rappers are missing. Like for instance, Drake. I feel like Drake is still missing the storytelling aspect. He doesn't necessarily do it because I don't feel like he has. I feel it's not even as strong. He does it with sort of these love songs, but it doesn't come out as strong or potent as like these songs by Kendrick or even J Cole in a sense. Um, but Duckworth is a pretty it's like wow, and it didn't have to be that long either. Um, as long as other storytelling songs. Um, let's let's. There's been a lot of talk, I guess, in the past couple hours about this album and whether where does Kendrick Lamar stand now is one of the best one of, in terms of the rap of all time. Because now people are saying, <clears throat> and, I'll, and I'll say this: Peter Rosenberg from Hot 97 has gone out and said like, right now. 
Kendrick Lamar is the best rapper, like the extra, in terms of I think he's more talking about technical ability, but just like the best rapper, dead or alive, right now, in in terms of just encapsulating everybody, and a lot of people I think are kicking Eminem out of their top five, and it's just like all right, nigga, get the. Hit I the feel bricks. like Eminem should have been on your top five a while ago. Mm. I feel like he's a good rapper, but it's like he don't go fuck no more. So I, I don't, so I don't hold him to a certain standard. So I don't think he should constantly be in your top five. I think he, no, I think it's more because of technical ability in his body of work. But I think I just in this internet age, it doesn't necessarily hold up because his albums didn't hit us the way, at least me as a sort of minorities who love hip hop, mm-hmm. haven't really hit us the way that maybe it hits like middle America white folk who is just like, oh man, I'm very sad and upset. Yeah. Mommy didn't buy pizza bagels. Yeah. <laughs> I keep telling y'all, white folks love pizza bagels. Um, so it hasn't really hit like that. And a lot like, of them love pizza bagels. And so it's like we go back to the Eminem show and shit, and it's just like, all right, that's cool. The Marshall Mather, Marshall Math. Well, he hasn't had a good album in a very long time. Exactly, my nigga. That's album. what that's the part that hurts me because the nigga can rap. The nigga can rap. He's just, I think, in terms of just like he just coming thinks, with passion. Yeah, son. And just like. Some sort of authentic. It's kind of like, like what does he got? Like it's like sort of like he. What does he have to be angry and passionate about anymore? It's like, I don't know. He's pretty old. He's rich now. It's like, what does he have to? I think he can. I think he can stand to experiment a little bit more on mm-hmm. things. But I think he knows there's like a formula that works, and I think his team knows that there's a formula that works. Yeah. And they kind of just stick to it because the niggas really still sells three million albums yeah, every time. Yeah, bro. Like, no matter what he makes. No matter what. Yo, next, number one single every next time. Next album's going to be him farting inside of an acoustic guitar, and it's going to be 18 tracks of that, and people will still make it number one, my nigga. I'll be, I'll be interested to see. I don't know. I think it's because of the... There's a lack of culture within Eminem. A lack of so it's like you don't need to be attached to anything to just. No, nah, I mean I think a lot of our music now, a lot of the music now, like Kendrick Lamar, comes from a very West Coast street old hip hop culture, mm-hmm. and Drake comes from a very Toronto. No, nah, uh, multicultural, yeah, multicultural, multicultural, like yeah, yeah, multicultural culture. Jay Z has that old Brooklyn street shit. street shit vibe, and same with Nas or Queens and shit. And they they just pay homages to that, whereas um, Eminem's culture, the white culture, um, <laughs> of the Middle America culture, is just like what is it? Steel mills and fucking and, and broken homes and, and shit. Cold forty five and trailers. Yeah, so it's really it's like what does he have to sort Steel of Steel Reserve, <laughs> the bummiest of bum sauce. It's like what do you have to? It's 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 a little bit. It's it's the difference between BET and MTV in a sense, mm. where it's just mm. like MTV's like we don't know what the fuck to do now. We don't know what the kids like. We thought we knew what the kids like. We don't know what they like now. And BET is just like we know what black people like. You know what? Because we black and we been through the same shit. And here's how the culture Duh. is. And it's that joke. It's like, you know, white people drive like this. <laughs> white people always drive like this. Black people black drive, drive like, like this. Because, <laughs> um, nigga, you the captain of the ship, nigga. You don't got to drive like, you know. <laughs> you don't got to drive like you're getting an enema at the same time, oh bro. You got to drive, you know, relaxed, nigga. Um, so in terms of the best rapper out right now. Uh, best rapper it's, out it's right now. It's between Kendrick and Drake. But I feel like... I feel like their music now is drifting so far apart from one another. I don't know. That's not true to me. 
feel um, like when it I is. when I listen to Kendrick's album, he he's it's very funny. Kendrick's like diversifying his flows and shit like that, but he's taking more modern flows. And one of the songs, I forget which one, and I, I'll bring it up later. Did he take another extension flow, my nigga? Nah, that nigga took a drink flow, bro. <laughs> really? Which there's, one? There's a song, and I can't for the life of me remember. Is it, it. a singing one? Is it a? It might be a singing one, mm. but he took he took a drink flow, and I'm just like, hmm. hmm. But he knows. He did it because he knows it would work, my nigga. He did it because it, it's not because, you know, you know, I'm trying to appeal to people, but it works in the song. Is That's it? not it. Right. Um, That's not the one. We'll figure it out. That's not the one, baby. Whatever, we'll figure it out. Um, okay. I think they are drifting apart. I think they're drifting further apart than than they were when, they, when Good Kid, Mad City came out. I think they were more sort of linear... I think they were at least closer at that aspect than where they are now. Mm. Um, where Drake is sort of now, he's a, he's still a rapper, but mm. I feel like he's experimenting with being sort of a pop star and things like that. We have songs like Fake Love mm-hmm. and like the Get It Together and the Passion Fruits and, and just like experimenting with worldly sounds and shit like that mm-hmm. that's sort of moving real far. Whereas Kendrick Lamar is also, he's getting real more... Still still very hip-hop, but it's like more, I, it's super modernized. No, and... I think it's very, I think it's still to the core very hip-hop, but it's also like, he's going left with hip-hop. I think he's going very raw. I think he's getting to like a nittier, grittier musical expansion on hip-hop. And I feel like Drake is just like, Hey, I'm doing this over here now. Like, this is one dance over here. This you is gotta find where you can drive, here. my nigga. I think and Drake can really do anything. Yeah, Drake, yeah, because Drake is one of those most streamed artists. So yeah, it's just like I think he could do. Well, I think just in terms of his versatility, he could pull off anything he wanted to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if Kendrick Lamar could pull off a controller ever in his life. I don't think he would want to because it wouldn't feel like authentic. It, it might. I don't know. We, we gotta see. I feel like I don't know. Maybe if I ask Kendrick, he's like, "Nigga, I could do controllers if I wanted to, but I just don't want to." I feel like that's how he Kendrick... probably don't like dancehall. Maybe though you ne- don't get dubs in the club and shit. Nigga, like that. in Cali, there's not like a big dancehall culture, right? Mm-hmm. Nigga, it's not like that's ooh. very true. There's not and nobody talks about all the wild Jamaicans that be out in. True, that's nobody crazy. Th- nobody says that about California unless there is a d- distinct district where all the Caribbeans are in. And is if there? So, if so, direct me. Let West. us know. Yeah, please, yeah. Let friends, us know. Let me know because I'll pop out real quick. I'll leave with like two baby moms. Sure. L- let us know if there's if there's a West Indian culture mm-hmm. within fucking. Yeah. Cali. Let me know what the best place to get rice and peas and oxtail is. Facts. Um, but I think they're just drifting so far apart, and I think they're. They're at another level than probably anyone else. I think it's only really them two at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, besides, like, the legends, like the Kanye's and Jay-Z's and all this other stuff. Like, in terms of just, like, the current music now, it's really them at the top. And then the se- it's, like, it's their first tier. And then there's the second tier, which is, like, a lot of other people. Um, what else do we got here? There's talk about a double album. Like, there's another album coming out on Sunday. I don't know if that's going to fucking happen. Um, could you imagine if it's God and damn? Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh, that's what you heard? I just made that shit. You up. just made that up. God damn! <laughs> and then he's doing the future. I'm like, yo, you niggas are blowing my mind. Watch God be like a, right. like a gospel album and shit. So you have Kurt Franklin. All right, maybe it's a conspiracy theory. Okay, probably is. So we could tell by the folds in his T-shirt on the cover and the way his braids are braided that the next album will be called God. If you look at his braids, it spells out God. All right, so here's what I got from OKPlayer.com. It says, 
Kendrick Lamar's dam has only been out a few hours, but there are already fans who think there is more K-Dot music on the way. Kendrick stands to convince Dam is only half of the new album and that Kung Fu Kenny will be releasing. All right, I don't know if he's going to name it Kung Fu. Stop with the Kung Fu Kenny. Kung Fu Kenny will release in the second half of Easter. Yo, Drake didn't wash him up with that Kung Fu Kenny shit. It's like, oh, nigga, you 36 in the karate class. You taboho. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Soundwave, all right, Soundwave TDX. What if I told you that's not the official version? Um, Kung Fu Kenny, you ain't cho- you ain't what is it? You ain't chopping shit. You just talking shit. In the reflection of glasses, it shows him holding one pill in each hand, blue and red. Kung Fu grip on your own dick. Kendrick Man, picture on Spotify has changed him, has changed him in front of a brick blue blue brick wall. Whatever. On the heart four, it says, "I said it, it's like that." Dropped one classic, came right back. Another classic, right back. My next album, the whole industry on ice pack with TLC, see you the flames. Uh, TLC, the other color. First song, "Damn," is blood red. I don't know. This seems very like conspiracy theory. Trackless acronym is "Death to the Leader." I don't know. I don't know about that. You gotta really sit there know. and do all that, and there's like an O that's missing. Yeah. Um. Wait. Let me see. I don't know if it is. Trackless is an acronym for death. Yeah. You gotta take the first letters. Death. No, there's no P. Suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. The M Death on to the, the pleader. The M on the damn cover could represent devil horns. I guess, nigga. <laughs> I uh, guess. This is one of those things. You know those YouTube videos with the creepy music and yeah. it's like they just start throwing shit at you? Yeah. Like, did you know, Kendrick? Did you know Secretly that behind? Coca-Cola keeps a, uh, was it, a fucking demon at the bottom of its plant? Mm, did you know that between the E and the X in FedEx, it's an arrow? That shit blew my Pointing mind. Pointing straight to hell. That shit blew my mind. It actually points towards the fucking back of the cart, which is where your deliveries will come from. Yeah. So, shout out to FedEx, dropping, dropping bombs in this shit. And I was like, oh shit, nigga, FedEx. Or like, look up the Toys R Us logo. Oh shit. What Toys R Us logo? Don't don't blow my mind, nigga. Nigga, look up the Toys R Us logo, right? All right, which one? All right, bro. All look, right. so the R is backwards. Yes. For Satan. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, nah. the R is backwards because they're too bankrupt to put it backwards. <laughs> nigga, back the right way. I hate you. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. I know. Um. Oh man, y'all, th- y'all niggas thought I was gonna blow y'all mind I, and some I, shit. I was ready for it. Oh man. man. Oh man, not Toys R Us. You can't get that shit for free, baby. Oh my god. Um. So what are what are our final thoughts on this damn album? Oh, uh, it's pretty fucking hours? good, baby. That's yeah, that's pretty good. I think the man. You know I, what? I'm gonna keep this in my. You know, I would normally say, all right, I'm gonna throw this out. I'm really kidding. Nah, I keep it and play a couple of songs. Play a couple of songs from time yeah, to time. Yeah, keep cycling it. I through. feel like I, keep, I throw something in my upcoming DJ set whenever that happens. Yeah, go ahead, man. One day, a DNA or something. It was singing. You gotta get the clean version though. Okay. <laughs> Do I? And I don't know, man. Do I? We gonna see what happens. We'll see. Um, pretty good album. If mm-hmm. I had to rate it off top, just today, I'd give it four, four out of five stars. Four out of five stars. I give, give it four out of five stars too. Four out of five. Maybe like a four point two five out of five. Oh, you? Okay. I don't want to do two point. I want. I don't want to do two point five shit. I gotta do a half, but I don't want to get. To too, me, five means I'm playing this album every day for the next three months. 
So to me, that's like this album's gonna have a good cycle with me, but it's not gonna be like, oh shit, I gotta, you know, I gotta listen to this album, man. Yeah, this ain't that. I'm not gonna be scratching my neck like a crackhead saying I gotta, you know, grab my earbuds for this one. It's definitely. But I really like this one. I really like it too. Um, I think it's got good features. Mm -hmm. It's got quality features. It's quality music. It's got the great message that I know we didn't really. And it's on the message today in terms of all these songs because it's like nigga we're not rap genius go look that up yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it just feel it, it feel on the first lesson I was kind of questionable about this. I was like, what is this nigga doing? Um, the second <laughs> lesson, it oh, kind of yeah. The second lesson, I was just like, okay, all right, I see where he's going with this. Um, damn, overall, entirely, I think it continues the progression. In the, I don't think this is gonna end up going down as one of his standout projects at all. I think it's probably if we ranked them all, this would probably be like the least effective um, project of everything. But I think, I think it's gonna be. I think it holds up on its own at least for this year. I think in terms of 2017, um, damn, it's gonna be one of those albums that we talk about for another year. And I feel like low key, yeah. it might end up be. If the, if any album wins album of the year, it might end up being this one, which would be fucked up. But in, ter- whatever, in terms of I know it doesn't matter, but I feel like I have a I have a album of the I have year, a like bubbling a, in like my a, stomach. No Grammy album of like the year. Like a Grammy, yeah. I feel like a yeah. bubbling shit in my stomach is like, yo, this one is a bubbling win. shit in your stomach. A bubbling shit. Oh man, so descriptive. Uh, a bubbling shit in my stomach that just says, yo, this. Yeah, we going out for roadie after this, so uh, I don't know uh, if you want to take the bubbling uh, shit in your stomach. <laughs> um, this is gonna be the one. Um, this is gonna be the one. <laughs> this is gonna be the one. <laughs> this is gonna be one hot shit. Um. I think we're good we're good on this episode yo um shout out to everybody who um clicked on my latest playlist which is the do-rag flat music do-rag flat music with the top down baby yeah. do- first of all first of all let them know right now right now off the bat yes. that do-rag flat music 2 is in the works right now i mean it's, it's conceptually being thought of yes I don't. I haven't. I have a lot of other playlists that I want to get to, and I'm work. I, I like working with people on playlists now because I work with Maniac Ty on it. Shout out to Ty, um, who's just like, even though he lives in Atlanta, is very Queens to the core, which is why more than I think more than half of these tracks, I probably came up with about forty percent of them. He came up with sixty percent because this nigga is just like the very dirtiest New York, York do rag nigga. He ain't dirty, but he's just like very New York centric. So shout out to him. Um... I'm working with a couple other people and stuff. I worked with um, my homegirl Maya too on this the, the R&B one that like uh, people fucked with. If you're into R&B, mm-hmm. um, wow, um, wow, yeah, I know. Um, and you know, I'm still gonna work on playlists. I think the playlist shit is popping. I'm waiting until someone gives me a call. Um, I saw someone who's very important favorite one of my playlists, and I was like, "Okay, nigga, it better follow up with." I now it better follow up your with a move, check. bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it better follow up with a check, or at least an offering of a check or something along those lines. So I think this playlist thing is good for now. Um, you got anything else, Carlos? Anything, anything um, else you want to talk about? Uh, it's crazy out here. It's hot out here. Um, it's hot out here, and I got a full fucking jeans, my nigga. Oh, it's hot. Gotta break out the cargos and the tank tops. Yeah, the cargos. Just start cutting all your jeans yeah, all nigga. at once, nigga. Um, just like, oh, already time. Um, good weather's coming back. Hopefully we can good have weather. a little bit more guests. I'm trying to think of a, the second guest. All right, so you're doing the two belts one-on-ones. I'm trying to think of a second guest. I've reached out to somebody who has not responded back. Um, <laughs> Who'd you reach out to? I, I can't. I'm not going to say it on the podcast. 
Um, who has not responded back? All right, so you gonna find some, you want I'm me gonna, to press them? No, no, no. I'll press I'm, them. Nah, I'm gonna find somebody else. Um, who's also I'll do the same shit I did to record, nigga. You send them a snap with you. Nah, in, it was nah, a snap of me, a gun, and that. I was right outside his address, nigga. You don't need to do I said, nigga, <laughs> my nigga. You don't need to do that. But that's pretty cool. Um, with the gun? Yeah. Oh, I don't got a license for it. Um, and then we're also also want to have a few other different things on the podcast coming up soon we also do so we'll see how that goes we're supposed to have a supposed to have a couple guests um eventually so you know just stay tuned two belts two belts more life wheeling oh wait wrong album damn (laughs) damn damn no more life shout out to ron simmons (laughs) you should have got that nigga for the ad lib either that or fucking uh angry man (laughs) sit your damn ass down or martin damn damn damn